Hello, and welcome to Open Door Playhouse, a theater podcast that celebrates live theater on the podcast stage. I'm Bernadette Armstrong. At Open Door Playhouse, we strive to bring our listeners thoughtful and surprising 10-minute shorts and one-act plays that showcase insightful and new perspectives on the world we share with others. Open Door Playhouse is a 501c3 theater organization. Support for Open Door Playhouse comes from listeners like you. Your tax-deductible donations help keep our plays on the podcast stage. Donations can be made at www.opendoorplayhouse.org. Now playing in Theater 85, Six Italians and Seven Dishes, written and produced by Patricia Motto and directed by Bernadette Armstrong, starring Elaine Mello as Marie, Ann Cooper as Catherine, Gary Lamb as Tony, David Purdom as Joe, Leah Jarvik as Penny and Siri, and Natalie Alfredias as Tess, Michael Fletcher as Mike, and Oscar Maldonado as Vinny. the couch and, and get grandma's picture from the pantry. I should do it. Uh, it says on my phone I only got 1,300 steps today. Uh, forget it, Dad. It's a holiday. Don't worry about the steps. I'll get it, Aunt Marie. Do we have to use it, Mom? It's so ugly. Hey, have some respect. That picture was a wedding gift to Grandma from Giovanni Vizzoni, and the Vizzonis had a lot of money. It's imported, handmade, and it's been on our Christmas Eve table since before you were born. It's so big. There's only eight of us this year, you know. Eh, don't remind me. Seven fishes and only eight people. My mother would be ashamed. What do you suppose is keeping Vinny and Peony? Yeah, Peony's keeping Vinny and Peony. Before my brother married her, he was always on time. The weather's pretty bad, Anne-Marie. Um, should I put the picture right here? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's Mike. only 8.05. Yeah, we got well, time. well, we said 8 o'clock, and we need to make midnight mass. And we've only got four hours. Uh, you got me thinking about the Vizzonis now. You kids remember Giovanni from the old neighborhood, or were you too little? Uh, he used to always give you half dollars. Sure, yeah. Uh, short little guy, really yeah. old. What did we call him? Yeah. It was something funny. Goomba John! Yeah, Goomba John! <laughs> yeah, not Goomba. Goomba. What? Goomba. Right. Shh. What does that mean, uh, Goomba? Is it uncle or something? No, it's godfather, isn't it, Marie? No, not godfather. I think it's something, you know, you say to show respect. Siri, what is the meaning of Goomba in Italian? Tony, what'd I tell you? Put that phone away. It's Christmas Eve. Searching for the meaning of Goomba. Turn it off, Tony. Wait, Ma, I want to hear what it means. Goomba is a term for someone from the southern portion of Italy or Sicily. It is often used as a somewhat derogatory term, although not as offensive as dago or wa. <laughs> well, see? <laughs> the phone is stupid. That isn't right, okay? Goomba is a term of honor. I thought Italian was supposed to be a beautiful language. Yeah, Goomba? It is, yeah, it is a beautiful language. You should have taken it in school, but no, you had to take Spanish. That's more useful for her, Marie. We should all know Spanish these days. I don't think Goomba is real Italian. It's Americanized, uh, pigeon Italian. You know the Mike. other word Grandma used to say that I thought was disgusting when I was a kid? Gabagool. 
And it's some kind of food, right? Oh, sure, gabagool. It's meat, like a lunch meat. Ugh, no wonder I became a vegetarian. What's the real word for it, Catherine? Capicolo and his pig. Oh. Okay, see here. This is meat. Oh. This is gabagool. Get it away from me, Ma. You know how I feel about meat, if that even is meat. Yeah, it wasn't making you eat it. It wouldn't hurt you to be a little more open-minded about these things, you know. Because I don't want to eat other living creatures? Does this look like a living thing to you? This is the season of love, Ma. Do you know how animals suffer when they go to be slaughtered? Hey, not today, Teresa Marie. None of your lectures. Yeah, I know, Dad. I'm just saying, Jesus would not want animals to suffer for us. So what, you think Jesus didn't eat meat? I don't remember anything in the Bible where he eats meat. It must be in there somewhere. Fishes. He clearly ate fish, you know, with the loaves. The apostles handed them out. Jesus didn't even touch them. I don't think there's any part where he's actually eating them. But I'm saying he didn't disapprove of eating the fishes. The Last Supper. It's just bread and wine. Hey! Don't be silly. It's just that they only mention the bread and the wine. Nobody has 12 people over for dinner and there's just bread and wine. Jesus wouldn't do that. And yeah, I'm pretty sure he ate lamb, though. He was the lamb. That doesn't mean he ate lamb. Oh, so all those shepherds bringing their lambs to the stable? You don't think those people were going to eat the lambs? He was a baby. He was Jewish. I'm pretty sure he ate what the Jews ate. But so you think he was kosher? I never think of Mary keeping kosher. You think about Mary cooking? Sure I do. She was a mother. She had to cook, right, Marie? Riding into town on a donkey. You really think God expects you to cut two sets of dinnerware? Hey, you. (laughs) You are getting very close to blasphemy, young lady. I'm just saying, I don't think you can say that Jesus ate meat. Siri, did Jesus eat meat? Tony! Did you want to meet Jesus? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, No, Siri. Did Jesus eat meat? Meat. Did you say, I want to meet Jesus? Oh. You want to meet Jesus? Uh. Keep talking on that stupid phone. Mikey, slap that phone thing out of your father's hand. Don't you Yeah. Dare. No, Mikey, Mikey go. Okay. Whoa. Uh, I, I could beat you up when we were kids, and I can do it now. Only when you caught me when Angela wasn't around. Mm-hmm. Hey, tell me again why Angie and Mary and the kids couldn't come tonight. You know why, Marie. They're with her people. They'll come by Tony and me tomorrow. I invited her family to be by us Christmas Day so they could come tonight, but it didn't work out. So they have to drive all that way by her people in this weather? I mean, what is it, more than an hour? It isn't safe. They should be here. Hey, I drove longer than that to get here, Ma. It didn't seem to bother you. I worried about you, but you don't have kids. I mean would be a terrible thing if anything happened to you, but you know, if something happened to Angie and Mary, it would be a tragedy. Hey, Joe, is it still snowing bad? It's coming down like crazy. That must be what's keeping Vinny and Peony. Hmm. And Vinny and Peony have kids, so I guess we really need to worry about them. Their kids are grown, and you don't need to have an attitude. What, just because you said my life has less value because I don't have kids? That's not exactly what your mom said. Hey! You don't have kids either. You could be a little offended. He's a man. Oh, yeah, well, that makes it all better. Mike and Tess can still have kids. They're young. Mike, sure, Tess. He's a man. Wait, you want to start something about biology now? Yeah, he's a man. He's got more time than you. If they have kids, great. If they don't, they don't. It's their lives, Marie. Please note the childless ones are the ones who showed up. I don't see Vinny and the kids here either. Vinny's on his way. He'll get here. No, not Vinny, my uncle. Vinny, my cousin. As in Vinny and Kirsten and and their kid, the baby, whatever he is to me. Our first cousin, once removed. Uh, He's Vincent too, I think. 
But they call him something funny. Uh, Mini Vinny? No. <laughs> that's not it. She was being sarcastic, Marie. Yeah, well, I can't tell with her. I think they're calling him Trey. What? Like the playing card? Well, because he's Vincent the Third, so three, Trey. So it's like the playing card. <laughs> yeah, Dad, I guess. Anyway, they all went to the Barbados for the holidays. They took that little baby to the Barbados? I mean, th that's his first Christmas. What, instead of here with his family? I mean, what is wrong with people? They love wrong. it there. That's their tradition now. Remember, they had the wedding there. Oh, remember. How could I forget $3,000 for all of us to go and sit in our good clothes on a beach? They didn't even have a mass. That is not a wedding. I thought it was beautiful. It was pretty in the evening with the ocean, but... So many of the family couldn't make it, you're right. Yeah, yeah, Catherine, sunsets come and go. But family is forever. You remember that, Tess. Your mother's right. Yeah, well, even a stop clock. Hey, Tony, you know what? Maybe you should try to call Vinny. See what the problem is. I mean, do something with that phone that makes sense. You got the number? Sure, it's in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe. Come over here and taste the bacala. See if you think it's okay. I'm sitting here. Ah, it's Joe. fine. I'll try it if you want, Aunt Marie. Oh, thank it's you, going Mikey. right to voicemail. Thank you. Uh, mm, that's good. Vin, it's Tony. Where are you guys? We're getting worried about you hey, here. Hey, don't say we're so worried. Call we're not worried. When you I'm get not worried. This if you aren't already here by then. I wonder what could be holding them up all this time. She's probably still crumpling up the potato chips on that casserole she always brings. The green bean one? I love that. And nothing died to make it. Yeah, except my taste buds. What's wrong Mom. with you today, Marie? You're never this crabby. I'm not crabby. I'm just thinking. I, look at us, Catherine. Eight people. Christmas Eve and eight people. There used to be 20 of us here. And there were kids. You remember how Aunt Tootie, she would always play the piano and everybody would sing? Well, they should all be here right Tootie now. Tootie died, Ma. I got uh -huh. her a break. I like the casserole. What? What'd you say, Joe? The green bean casserole. I like it. Yeah, it's okay for Thanksgiving with the turkey. Everything's bland, but not for Christmas Eve. It doesn't go with the fishes. It's okay with the fish. It's not Italian. There we go. What? I'm just saying. Aunt Peony isn't Italian. I wasn't talking about the casserole. Peony can cook Italian. She makes a great linguine well, and clam sauce. Yeah, well then she should bring that. One less fish for me to cook. Marie, you don't have to knock yourself out with these seven fishes. Okay, well we've done it all our lives, Catherine. Ma, she, she did it for I'm us. I'm not saying give it up. Just a couple of less fish, maybe. Okay, there isn't much left that goes back to the old country anymore, except the food. You know they don't do the seven fishes in Italy. Of course they do. I asked about it when I was there on business last year, and then I looked it up. It's an American thing. I'm not saying it's not yeah. important to keep up the tradition, but it's not from the old country. Yeah, but why all of a sudden we learning all these things that I don't want to know? I'm sorry, Aunt Marie. I didn't mean to upset you. Hey, I'm not upset. Hey, Tony, can you, can you just call them again? It's almost nine. Aunt Peony's Polish, right? I mean, Polish-American. Yeah, she was Sophie Majewski when Vinnie met her. Beautiful girl. Blonde hair, blue eyes, very popular. Hey, Tone, are you calling or what? Dialing now. Wait, you mean Peony isn't her real name? No, still voicemail. Oh, of course not. Who named a kid Peony? Sophie. So where did Peony come from? Yeah, I, I knew once, but I don't remember. When she was a little kid, she was fat. 
And one day, her older sister said she was round like a peony bush. You know how those things are. It just stuck. So they bullied the little fat girl. Nice. No, no. Nobody thought of things like uh, that as bullying in those days. It was playful. Yeah, well, well, your generation is so sensitive. Honest to God, you take offense to everything. Well, I think if I were a little kid and someone told me I was as fat as a peony bush, it would hurt my feelings. She told me it was a term of affection. She loved her big sister. Okay, how do you know all this stuff? We had lunch one day. I wanted to get the family history. Well, she's not exactly family. She's been married to your brother almost 40 years, Marie. Yeah, well, sure, but I just meant not blood family. When I think about my aunts and uncles, they're just my aunts and uncles. I never think about who got born in and who married in. That's how it should be. I'm getting hungry, Ma. Yeah, yeah, here, I made those kale patties for you. And, and Mikey, I, I know you like them, too. Thanks, Aunt Marie. If we don't all start pretty soon, we'll never make Midnight Mass. Yeah, well, we can't start without Vinny and Peony. You guys remember that movie where there's this Jewish family and the whole family was waiting for the brother who always cut the turkey? And he was so late and everybody was getting mad. It's by that guy who, uh, he always sets his movies in Baltimore. The guy who did Dinah. Siri, what is the movie? No, no, Tony, don't, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I can remember this. Oh, hey, I know. Hey, hey, it's hey, that. let your uncle work on this one, Mikey, okay? His, his brain needs the exercise. He'll get it. You know, we, we don't need to know everything right away all the time. Keep talking about something else. It'll come to me. I've got a good midnight mass story. Oh, not the Tallulah oh, no, Bankhead story. I'm more a donate Wait, what, 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 what's a Tallulah Bankhead? <laughs> See, the kids don't know the story. Uh, Tallulah Bankhead was an old movie star. She was very glamorous. <laughs> She'd wear these slinky dresses and use a long cigarette holder. And she, she spoke slowly in this deep voice. And she always called everybody darling, only she said it like, darling, especially when she drank too much. So anyway, Tallulah had been drinking on Christmas Eve, and she and her friends decided to go to midnight mass, high mass. And she was high. Yeah. <laughs> and so the priest came down the aisle in his fancy vestments, waving the censer, and Tallulah grabs him by the arm and says, darling, I love your gown but your handbag is on fire. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. I'm, so, Tallulah is out to eat and has to go to the ladies' room. She's in the stall, see, and she realizes there's no toilet paper. She can see feet in the next stall, so she says, darling, I'm in a bit of a pickle here. Would you be a dear and pass me some toilet paper? And the woman in the next stall says, I'm so sorry I would, but there's none in this stall either. And then, Tallulah says, Oh, two fives for a ten. The <laughs> 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 toilet paper. Right? Uh, Avalon! Uh, what? The movie Avalon. where the guy's late to cut the turkey. Avalon, Barry oh. Levinson's great movie. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and except in the movie, when he finally gets there, do they kill him? Hmm? Because if my dinner ends up in the garbage, that's what I'm going to do. If they aren't out there dead from some accident. Uh, I, uh, Tony, call him again, Tony. Marie, I already left yeah, the yeah, message. Yeah, yeah, just call. I'm calling. Call, Relax, Aunt Marie. I'm sure they're just delayed with the weather. Still voicemail. In the movie, they go ahead and have somebody else cut the turkey. And then when the guy whose job it is to cut the turkey finally gets there, he sees they didn't wait for him, and he storms out. And it starts a whole family feud. No, so I guess we better wait. The last thing this family needs is a feud. 
Plus, we always start with the blessing we do with that polished Christmas wafer Aunt Peony brings. It's called Oplotki. Goes all the way back to the 10th century in Poland. Honest to God, when did you get to be such a wise-ass about everything? What? I, I just think this stuff from history is interesting. I like to know about the traditions. If I'm going to do something every year, I like to know why I'm doing it. Yeah, it always feels weird to me that it's just like the Eucharist. It's not consecrated, so it's just unleavened bread. It's not Jesus. Yeah, it still seems a little disrespectful. Oh, now you're being silly, Marie. You know, Catherine, your sister won't even take the host in her hand at communion. Makes the priest put it right on her tongue, like in the old days. Oh. Cho, you say like the old days, like it's a terrible thing. I'm just glad they changed that fasting thing, so now it's only an hour before. I'm glad they changed the meat on Friday's rule. So it goes from being a mortal sin to no sin at all. What <laughs> sense is that? Do you remember that uh, George Carlin routine? Are there still Catholics in purgatory doing, doing time, time on a meat wrap? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I thought the church got rid of purgatory. Yeah. Hey, hey, it did not. Okay. If I were you kids, I'd change the subject. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I was going to wait till everyone was here, but maybe now would be a good time. I've got a little gift for everybody. Hey, hey, Mikey, we don't gift. do gifts now. Just this one, Aunt Marie, and I'm excited to give it to you. Um, here, pass them out. We got, uh, there you go, Tess. Hey, and, Mikey, uh, Mikey. I got one for you, Dad. And what is um, they're, they're DNA tests. <laughs> it's easy. Look, you just have to spit into this thing here, and then you send it off. Well, I hope you didn't spend a lot of money on this, Mikey. It's a gift, Marie. Well, I got them especially for you. You always care so much about family. Well, it's just that whatever's gonna kill me, I'd like it to be a surprise. Oh, no, <laughs> Auntie, this isn't one of those that tells you about genetic predispositions. It just shows you where your family came from. Ah, uh, I love this, Mike. Should we do them now? Do we just spit into this thing uh, here? Uh, no, don't do it now, Dad. There's, uh, there's some things you need to read in there first. Uh, this is very thoughtful, Mike, but I'm not blood to you. You didn't need to do this for me. Yeah, I know, but I figured you'd get a kick out of it. I got one for Aunt Penny, too. She's already done some of her family history. I work with a guy who reads Polish, and he's helping her with the documents she got from Poland. I've been reading about this stuff. Twice I've seen where someone has written into one of those advice columns because they were contacted by a stranger who said they were half-brothers. Oh, or that guy they thought was their father wasn't. Why would you want to know that stuff? I mean, we, we should leave people their secrets. Marie, I think we're pretty safe. Ma would have killed Pa if he had fooled around, and you know it. Well, don't forget that can go both ways. Grandma was a pretty hot number, as I recall. <gasps> Teresa Marie. I'm just saying, I've seen some of those old pictures of her. Like the one where she's leaning up against the roadster. And she's wearing that tank top. With no bra. If you're worried <laughs> about funny jeans showing up, who you should be thinking about is your grandfather, Marie. So great-grandpa oh. was a player? No, he wasn't a player. Well, where, where do you get this stuff, Joe? Well, you know how he died. Yeah, he fell out of a tree. Ma said he was trimming a tree. Then he told me the tree was outside his girlfriend's house, and the old man was going out the window when the husband was coming in the door. Oh, well, <laughs> hey, wasn't I named after him? Uh, I'm going to kill that Vinny. If he ever gets here. Hey, Tone, yeah, would you just... Yeah, I know, Marie. Yeah, I'm yeah. calling again. Vinny? Yeah. I got Peony. Oh, oh. Peony, where are you guys at? There was an accident. Oh, oh Father, Father, Son, Father, Holy Ghost. Oh, wait, are they okay? Put them on speaker, Dad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Put them on the. Peony? Peony? 
Annie! Ah, Tone. Oh, yeah, but, but, wait. Oh, they're, they're, they're calling. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was me, Peen. I hit the wrong thing, you know, with my fat fingers, I guess. So, what's the story? They're fine. Mm. A little damage to the car, but not bad. It's drivable. Oh, they had to wait to make a police report. Police. That's good, Peony. Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, ask them how they are. Are they hurt? Yeah, are they okay? She said they're fine. Yeah, well, they had an accident. How can they be fine? Marie wants to know, are you sure you're okay? Peony says she'll tell you all about it when they get here. They're not even a block well, away. They're oh. still coming? So you guys are still coming? She says, of course they're coming. It's Christmas Eve. They gotta come. <laughs> okay, Peony. We'll see you in a couple of minutes. Tell him pull up the drive. It's better with the snow. Uh, Pete, Joe says tell Vinny pull in the drive. Oh, good. Okay, I'm hanging up then. They're pulling in now. They were even closer than she thought. Uh, I need to charge my phone, Joe. Where, where can I plug it in? Right over I got the charger. Right behind the chair. Oh my God! Oh, they're here! Where can I put my boots, Marie? Oh, Vinny, be careful with your wet It's okay, Mike and I got it. Hey, hey, hey! Don't worry about the snow. My God, after what you've been through, just just come on in and and sit down. You you gotta tell us what happened. You sure you're okay? I mean, you want something? You want some tea, maybe? A little shot of something? You know, for the cold. Maybe let me sit for a minute. What happened, Vin? Well, guys, it wasn't our fault. We're stopped at the light, the one at Belmont and Harlem. What were you doing on Belmont? Diversity is better. Not in bad weather, Tony. I hey, always hey, take hey, Belmont. Just, hey, 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 let, just let him tell us what happened, for the love of God. We were just sitting there, waiting for the light, and wham! This guy in a BMW goes right into our back end. Good thing you were in the Lincoln. Well, you think I'm going to take Peony's Corolla on a night like this? But we still got some back-end damage. Oh, uh, Marie, I had the green bean casserole in the trunk. Uh, it is all over the place in there. Oh, oh no, I know. not the casserole. Well, I just, oh, I feel so bad. I know oh. you look forward to it. It's okay, Aunt Peony. We've got plenty of food. Oh, the food. What are we going to do about dinner? Eat it? Yeah, but if we eat dinner now, it will be too late to make midnight mass. Jeez, Marie, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay, Vinny. It wasn't your fault, Uncle Vinny. Will the dinner hold up if we go to Mass first, Aunt Marie? Yeah, it won't be so good. I, I've been nursing it along and just to keep it good, but I'd have to put it all in the refrigerator and then take it out to re- oh, heat it again. Oh, but you and... so hard into it, Marie. I'm so sorry. Well, it looks like we have a choice to make. We go to Midnight Mass and have a reheated dinner on what will actually be Christmas Day and not Christmas Eve, or we sit down and enjoy the meal and go to Mass tomorrow. Yeah, well, I don't like either of those. Marie, we should eat. Everyone's hungry. The food is still good. Yeah, Yeah, but Catherine, from the time we were little girls, we always went to Midnight Mass on Christmas Eve. You know, even when Ma was sick that year, remember she got up and she went with us? And the year the police picked up Grandpa Mike, Dad bribed the cop and got him out in time just so we could all make midnight mass. How could I forget? But it's always been a rule, Catherine. We gotta go. Amore, listen to me. You listening? Because this is important. I'm listening, Joe. I'm listening. Remember in the Bible when they asked Jesus about what rules are the important ones? What did he say? He said, there's only two you gotta pay attention to. Love God, love each other. With all the other rules, you get a little wiggle room. 
Ah, oh, Joe, come here, <laughs> give me a kiss. Come oh, man, je mange, let's eat. Yes, let's eat. And you know oh. I saved the Aplaki. Oh, 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 It's the holiday season And Santa Claus is coming round The Christmas snow is white on the ground When old Santa gets into town He'll be coming down the chimney Our plays are produced by Bernadette Armstrong, recorded at the Oak House Studio in Altadena, California, mixed and designed by our talented sound engineer, David Peters, post-production and website support by Laurie Griffith. Sound effects are provided by Audio Jungle and music from Karaoke Version. If you're interested in submitting a play for production, you can find that information on our website at www.opendoorplayhouse.org as well. Please share this podcast with friends and don't forget to subscribe so you'll be notified when our next production is live.